Guys, we'll open up with uh, John Hartwell just making some opening comments on this search and process, and then you guys can go up and ask questions after that. Uh, identify yourself before the question just so John knows who he's chatting with, all right? Okay, John, it's all yours. Thanks, Doug, and thanks, guys. I appreciate you uh, you all joining us today. This, this is uh, seems a little bit like Groundhog Day. We've we've gone through a few of these searches here over <laughs> the past two or three years, uh, but I, I just kind of wanted to give a little bit of background. Um, uh, you know, this this all came about uh, pretty quickly on on Friday evening. Uh, it, it was interesting because uh, about two thirty on Friday afternoon, Craig and I had a conversation. Uh, he was going to see his sons play in an AAU deal um, down in uh, down in Salt Lake. Uh, you know, I'd asked him specifically. He said, "Hey, any anything with the U?" And, and you know, he said no. And, and I have, uh, you know, obviously some things transpired uh, late Friday afternoon and, and into Friday evening, and uh, you know, it, it came about very quickly. Uh, it's interesting in the small world of athletics, whether it be collegiate or, or professional. And as I've had conversations with quite a few agents over the last uh, two or three days, you know that that story all got verified from from others that uh, that were involved in the in the University of Utah uh, process. And, and I know with one of those individuals, you know. Um, there, there was conversation back and forth that, that cut off probably about three o'clock on Friday afternoon. And uh, after my conversation with Craig, you know, I, I felt like we had uh, somewhat weathered the storm in terms of, you know, that the Minnesota opening had, had come and gone. And, uh, you know, I knew that the University of Utah was, was looking at some other candidates, but uh, you've always got to be prepared in this business. And, and the irony of it is I literally had just finished watching um, the fourth quarter of the Milwaukee Bucks game, and and seeing Sam Merrill have a have a really uh, really strong performance there in the fourth quarter, and about 15 minutes later, uh, my phone rings, and and all of this uh, you know uh, comes comes to light of of what had happened in the past few hours. But uh, just a little context there. Uh, but I you know I would be remiss if I did not uh, express my appreciation and gratitude for everything that Craig Smith has done for our program over the course of the last three years, or I guess it was actually three years and one day uh, from, from the time that he was announced and until last Friday or, you know, Friday when he uh, accepted the opportunity to go to the university of Utah, but, you know, qualifying for three straight NCAA tournaments, uh, the, the national uh, notoriety, uh, and, and accolades that, that he brought upon Utah State basketball. Uh, he and his wife, Darcy, and their family, um, you know, have, have been great, not just for our basketball program or Utah State University, but, but here in Cache Valley. Um, and, uh, you know, he and I had a pretty unique relationship, both, uh, you know, as, as an athletic director and a head coach relationship, but also a, a a strong friendship, uh, which, which that will continue, uh, you know, forever. And I, I wish him, uh, nothing, nothing but success, uh, other than the times, uh, and, and hopefully we can get this done where, where the, uh, the Utes come to, uh, the spectrum to play hoops or we go to the Huntsman center to play them. So, uh, so, you know, uh, 
I got that call on Friday evening, uh, the wheels started turning. This was a, a very attractive uh, opening three years ago. And, you know, from our level of success the last three years, uh, an even more attractive job now. And, you know, I've had a plethora of uh, coaches, agents, um, you know, representatives uh, reach out for a variety of, of coaches. And, and we're going to have, we do have a very strong uh, field of, of candidates and potential candidates to, to select from. And in terms of the process, like I said, it's already started. Uh, I, I like to establish uh, reasonable timelines. I, I would say, uh, you know, by the end of next week, by a week from this Friday, I hope to have it wrapped up. I hope to have it done sooner than that. Uh, but to, to spend some time vetting some of these candidates. I met with our team via Zoom on Saturday morning and, and assured them that, uh, you know, I would act as efficiently and as quickly as possible, but I'm not going to sacrifice um, hiring the right person for the speed of, of getting the search done. And, you know, uh, really fortunate to have uh, some some veterans on our team who were uh, in the middle of this process three years ago when we hired Craig, Justin Bean, Brock Miller. Those guys were around, so you know they they've been a really strong voice to the younger guys on our team about hey, you got to trust the process, you got to trust John. You know we're this thing. Uh, anytime you have a coaching change uh, for athletes, there's anxiety there and. and Obviously, these guys have dealt with a lot over the last year with, with the anxieties and, and ups and downs of COVID, uh, but I appreciate the leadership of, of uh, specifically Justin and, and Brock, you know, telling those guys, hey, trust John, ch- trust the process. Uh, I'd be remiss, too, if I didn't say, you know, I've had some correspondence back and forth with, with Sam Merrill. He, he's obviously still very close with many of the members of our team, and, and I know he's provided them the same message uh, as well. So um, we are uh, on go with, with the process right now. I have not uh, decided whether we're going to use a search firm or, or not. Uh, probably make that decision within the next 24 hours. And, uh, you know, just just my relationships in, in the world of college basketball and, and basketball in general um, – uh, we may be able to do it without a search firm, but uh, still, still working on that process, uh, and and look to to have interviews hit start here shortly. And you know, I uh, will will do those uh, in a neutral site somewhere. In, in all likelihood, or neutral sites. Uh, of course, one of the the byproducts and benefits of using a search firm is the confidentiality. But I feel good uh, of, of being able to uh, maintain that confidentiality for our candidates. You know, many of them who are sitting head coaches and obviously don't want their name associated with with an opening unless they're down to the final one or two candidates. Um, but but we continue to work through that process and, and, and excited about it. Obviously, again, wishing Craig well and uh, – you know, to have success at the University of Utah and, and appreciative for 
what he's provided us here, but uh, it's all, you know, it's an opportunity for us to get even better. And, uh, uh, you know, the bar has been raised high, three straight NCAA, you know, uh, appearances or qualifications for appearances. Obviously, we didn't have it last year, but, uh, you know, we, we feel there's a strong nucleus uh, on our team coming back and, and a really attractive opportunity uh, for us to continue um, the increased success levels of our, of our men's basketball program. So with that, I'll stop rambling and uh, open it up to questions to you guys. Hey, John, this is John Harrison from the Herald Journal. Um, is there, who is in charge of the team right now? You mentioned you've talked to them. Is there anybody that anybody of the uh, the of Smith's uh, staff that's in charge of the players right now or in charge of the team? Yeah, so so we've still got our staff here right now. Um, you know, we we've talked about uh, an interim head coach, but our you know I, I visited with our staff actually Saturday morning too, and uh, have have got them all still involved. You know, I, I know it's a time of anxiety for them, too, because some not knowing, you know, uh, what their next move is. Uh, but but they're still on deck. And, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're talking to all of our student athletes, you know, obviously with the transfer portal. I think I looked earlier today, there's 984 student athletes in the transfer portal. And, and we've asked our guys to, to – uh, to just, you know, hold tight. Uh, we're going to make a decision here, in, you know, in the next uh, 10 days to two weeks, have that, uh, you know, have the new leader of Utah State basketball on board. And, uh, you know, they, they're all engaged in that. John, um, Alex Nehar with the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, thank you for doing this. You mentioned that uh, you had a conversation with Craig on Friday, and, and I guess it seems like, the indication to you at that time, at least in the afternoon, was that uh, that he wasn't going anywhere, and obviously things rapidly um, rapidly changed. Um, do you have any indication um, of what he told the team in terms of that? I mean, did, did he also assure the team that he wasn't going anywhere until something changed? You know, I, I think that was maybe a day or so earlier that, that he had talked to, to them, and, and I know, you know, one of the difficult things in, in a coaching change, you know, for whatever reason in today's society is social media and, and people putting out, you know, uh, whether they be assumptions or educated guesses or anything else that may not be fact yet, but all of a sudden the word gets out there and it just snowballs. So, uh, you know, it, it's difficult to be able to, put together, you know, unless there's only one or two people who truly know to be able to keep something confidential. I mean, in a perfect world, it would be ideal uh, for a coach to be able to tell the team that he is departing, uh, you know, thank you. I'm, I'm going to take this other opportunity and then fast forward. How, however much later, um, to, to be introduced to the to the new team, in this case, you know, University of Utah men's basketball team. But with with social media today, it's nearly impossible to do that. Uh, and I told the team on Saturday morning, Craig felt really bad about that because because from a timing perspective, uh, you know, he he had to uh, notify them officially uh, all at the same time via a group text. So, so again, it's 
It's not ideal, but it's kind of the world we live in with today's social media. Craig Ryan McDonald John from Des- Deseret, uh, Deseret News. Um, it, obviously, you, you had alluded to the fact that, that you've done um, a few of these. Is, does that influence your decision uh, on this one at all in terms of do you look for someone who who might see Utah State as a stepping stone type job? Do you try to maybe look for someone who, obviously you can't foresee the future, but do you try to look for someone who might maybe be around a little bit longer so you're not doing this again in three years? Is there any thoughts one way or the other on, on that front? That That's a, a great question, Ryan, and I know there are a variety of opinions on that. Not not that a fan base would have opinions about anything. I say that <laughs> a little bit, but I, I I am a I am a firm believer. I mean, and, and I think if you pose the question this way, if if we did a survey uh, amongst our fan base and said, if you could have three more consecutive years of going to the NCAA tournament, uh, with the caveat that if you did that, you may be in a search all over again three years from now, would you do that? And I and I think the overwhelming majority would say absolutely. We, we would take that, and, and I am of that exact same opinion. I, I think, um, again, the levels of success that we have, um, you know, I, I would rather have high levels of success and have to repeat this process maybe every three to four years than to have mediocrity or less than mediocrity and, you know, um, have, have the same person in place for 10 years. I, I just think success uh, outweighs um, having to do searches, you know, because you've, you've hired uh, high achievers who, who move on to a higher level. And, and, you know, part of that equation, too, is is we've got to do a good job as an athletic department to continue to to raise the amount of resources that we have, um, you know, and and part of part of my conversation, and I'd had multiple conversations last week with with Craig and his agent um, about doing a look in on his contract, and and we were talking about doing some things. Now, were we, you know, going to take him from eight hundred thousand to three million? No, that that was not not practical in any way. Um, for for us, given our current financial situation, but we were looking at doing some things. They were appreciative of that, um, but you know, um, you know the, the the reality of it is is uh, the Utah State uh, athletics department uh, coffers are not as deep as as they are uh, that that Mark Harlan and the University of Utah have at hand to them. Appreciate it. Hey John, this is Isaac Draxler. Is there a, is there a target of how much you would like to be able to pay a, a basketball coach or a percentage? Well, uh, you mentioned three million dollars is probably not practical, but I, I'll go ahead and take probably off the table there. I'll just say it's not practical. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I would say, given you know, there are a bunch of factors to it. Experience. Uh, Things like that, but but I would say you know somewhere in, in the neighborhood, um, at, at least from a starting negotiation point, 
of, of where Craig was. And, you know, one of the things that's really important uh, to, to coaches, especially those who have a big picture of it, and we want people who are big picture thinkers, it, it's, it's not only, you know, their financial package, but, hey, what can you do for, you know, for the assistance? And, uh, you know, I, I think we, we had a, uh, you know, a, a pretty good package for Craig and for his staff, and uh, that, that will probably be our starting point of, of negotiation for, for a new hire. But, again, uh, you know, there are some factors in there, uh, experience, where they're coming from, all of those things that, that factor into what, you know, potentially a final number is. Hey, John, Eric Franson with 106.9 The Fan. And it's before you went through this process, Craig had head coaching experience. In your new search, how important is that this, the next person have head coaching experience? You know, I, I think it's important, but it's not something that I'm going to get boxed into. And, and that's, that's kind of my philosophy on any coaching search. I don't want to pigeonhole uh, you know, experience or characteristics, um, you know, to, to potentially keep somebody who's very qualified from, from, from being a candidate. So I'm not going to say, you know, they have to have had, um, you know, head coaching experience. Uh, it's certainly if you've got two, two candidates who, who are pretty equal, uh, I think there, I think something to be said for head coaching experience, because, um, you know, no matter what you face as an assistant coach, as an associate head coach, when the buck stops with you, um, sometimes that, that transition from the number two guy to the guy is, is difficult sometimes, but I, I'm, I'm wide open in our search. No, no different than saying, uh, you know, there may be some guys currently, uh, in the NBA or in the professional ranks that, that, you know, we'll get consideration too. I'm not going to say you have to be a current, uh, you know, uh, collegiate head coach or assistant coach. This is Sean from the Herald Journal. I'm just wondering about, you mentioned that with any of the coaching, current coaching staff, any of the assistants, would they be able to throw their hat in the ring or if any of them showed interest? You know, we, we would, we would be open to that, but I'm not sure that any of them are. I, I do, um, you know, it hadn't been publicly announced yet, but I know at least one uh, who who let me know yesterday of indications that that he is going to go with Craig to the University of Utah. Uh, but again, uh, we're we're wide open uh, at this point. John Alex with the uh, Tribune again. Um, the in terms of in state versus out of state, how much focus will you have on on trying to maybe get a coach that is already in Utah somewhere? versus finding somebody elsewhere? Yeah, I, I think that's similar to, to the question about head coach versus assistant coach versus, you know, whatever they may be right now. I, I don't want to box us in in terms of that. Certainly uh, uh, having uh, some knowledge of Utah recruiting, some uh, experience or someone who they intend to bring on their staff uh, with, with ties is really strong, but, but, you know, in terms of, uh, initial vetting of candidates, that that's not going to be, you know, a prerequisite to it. But I, I do think, you know, uh, ha- having some ties and, and that's why in the interview process, 
you know, I, I'll spend a significant amount of time on on what when I'm with uh, candidates, what their staff would look like. Thank you, John Ryan McDonald again. Um, before you hired Blake Anderson, when you had uh, a, a press conference similar to this one, you mentioned that you wanted offense. Um, that was that was pretty clear. And then you hired a a guy who who had a team that had a pretty prolific offense. Are there characteristics of, of a team like that um, that you want to, to see in, in your next head coach? You know, I, I think uh, I think high energy is, is really important for us, uh, uh, especially, you know, following Craig. That was, that was uh, one of his trademarks. I, I want to see that, um, you know, and, and, in, in terms of style of play, uh, you know, I, I, I would love to see us be uh, up-tempo some, but also with the ability to, to adjust to, to the talent level. And, uh, you know, with, with Mimi announcing he's going to the NBA today and, and you know, uh, we, we may not have that dominant inside person, but you, you've got to be – I want somebody who's had a variety – uh, of experience, uh, so that so that they can adjust the game plan, whether offensively or defensively, uh, to to give the personnel uh, the most opportunity at success. You know, you, when you look at, at basketball, uh, I'll look at the defensive side for a minute. You know, there there are some coaches out there um, that say zone is a four letter word, and you know they absolutely refuse to, to play zone defense at all under any circumstance. I, I think you got to be flexible in today's game and, and be able to make uh, in-game adjustments from a coaching perspective. And, and you know, all of those are going to be factors uh, as I look at potential candidates when you, and, and that is one thing, you know, when you look at a head coach, uh, not necessarily that the head coach is the, is the one making in-game adjustments, say halftime adjustments, but uh, they, they either get the credit for it or they get ding for not making those adjustments. I, I think that's really important, and, and especially in our league, because that's the other thing you know that's different from three years ago in our league. Uh, the Mountain West Conference is a much better basketball uh, league now uh, with uh, you know with the emergence of, of some of our teams, Colorado State, Boise getting better, obviously San Diego State has been a constant as have we and and we've got to make sure that you know uh, we we have guys who who can adapt and be creative both on the offensive and defensive ends uh, to to adjust to give our personnel the best opportunity to be successful John Alex with the Tribune again um, would you be able to let us know which um, which of Smith's assistants are, are going to Utah? You know that that's not official yet, so I'd rather not. I I would think it's probably going to come out here in the next day or so, but I I, I wouldn't want to jump the gun. Uh, I just know there's you know they're trying to trying to finalize that. Any other questions for John? Guys, I I appreciate your time. You know, if you have questions through the process, like I said, I'm I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping to get you guys all reconvened uh, by the end of next week, if not before. Uh, to to announce our next leader of, of Utah State uh, men's basketball, and uh, you know I, I appreciate you guys' uh, interest and in, in coverage of our program.